It's so easy to feel lost in the world today, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the modern young adult you've always wanted to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to have you here. Glad you took this time to listen and come to this space where there's hopefully going to be peace. There's going to be a reflection and, you know, you might experience some discomfort as we evaluate and investigate and try to look where we might want to change things and make things different. But ultimately, I hope you can realize that this is a place of no judgment and that you can get to, you know, feeling that you're not alone in whatever you are going through, because that's, you know, my hope in all of this. And I'm so grateful for your support. Um, to show how grateful I am, I try to read a review of the podcast every week if there is one. So you should leave one of those so then you can have something read. Um, this one comes from Miri V18. And she says that the podcast is a wonderful podcast that every young adult could benefit from. I'm amazed at how much I learn from each episode, even when the circumstance or topic does not directly apply to my life. And Caleb is also very honest and open about his struggles and the progress he has made. That is very true <laughs> overall. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you, uh, Mary V18. Appreciate you thinking I'm inspirational in this way. Um, of course, though, if you leave a podcast and you want to make it funny, you want to make me laugh, um, I would also appreciate that. So I'd encourage you to go leave um, a review. I see it on Apple Podcasts, or you could leave um, some stars on Spotify. I, I don't see that kind of stuff. Um, or wherever you listen, um, you could also just send your support. Send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. Um, I'd appreciate it. I'll also throw out there that if you have any questions that you'd like me to address on the podcast, I'd like to probably kind of start doing something like that, answering a question here or there that's probably a little quick, or maybe I can make it a podcast topic. Um, so I'll kind of open up that um, every week now on Instagram. So if you follow me at Caleb the College Coach, you can um, you know, get your answer, uh, questions answered, <laughs> get your answers questioned. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm trying to make this always something that is there to help you and that we can, you know, build this community of young adults living in this modern world. Anyway, today on the podcast, we are talking about families. We're talking about families because my guess is, is you are going on a family vacation or you're going to a wedding I'm doing both of those things this year, and you have immediate family, you have extended family. You can even apply this, though, with your friends or whoever is your close group right now. And let me tell you, I imagine all of you, if you're a human being, you've experienced drama. And <laughs> What I mean by drama is you've experienced emotions that have probably been difficult when it comes to the context of your family. Uh, the, the thing that comes to mind right now is I was watching this TV show, The Bear, fantastic show. All of you should check it out. Of course, uh, language warning on all of it. So if that's not for you, great. I'm sorry because it's a great show, but at the same time, just want to let you know. Um, it is so good. Just talking about like 
this family basically as they're trying to navigate um, difficulty in their own relationships, but also trying to start this restaurant and seeing the beauty of um, food. But it's really about the people. And there's this one episode in season two that is dedicated to this like Christmas dinner. And the family is set in Chicago. They're very Italian, very like it's just chaotic. When you're watching this episode, you are like, oh my gosh, my anxiety is through the roof. I am not present in there, but it is crazy. It's crazy how in, well, one, you feel in the episode, and two, how relatable it feels, even though my family is nothing like a crazy Italian family that is swearing at each other, that's throwing forks at each other, that's their mom is getting drunk and then like drives through the house when she like leaves in a rampage because she thinks no one loves her and all these things. It's just insane. It's an insane episode. And of course my family is not like that. I imagine a lot of our families are not like that to the point. And yet we still experience what I would label as family drama. This might be just as simple as having disagreements with people because a family as like unified or as like, like a single unit as we describe it, like, Oh, that's my family. It's a a unit of fully unique, diverse individuals. Even though you might have a lot of similarities, you are always going to have differences because you are different human beings And therefore, inherent to that process is there's going to be miscommunication, there's going to be disagreements, you're not going to see eye to eye, you're going to make the wrong joke, or someone's going to get offended, and or maybe your parents just want you to be different, or wanted you to be different, or showed up differently. Maybe there were things in the past that people continue to bring up, or yourself cannot let go of. Maybe we just don't feel accepted, or we feel out of place in the group. There's a whole host of things that you could be feeling about your family. You could feel like that they're, they embarrass you or they're shaming you or blaming you for something or that they keep you stuck. I was talking, actually, it's kind of weird that I was talking at the pool. I was doing a swim and this lady just kind of like started talking to me. She just was like, oh, let's start a conversation. And, and it was actually a really good conversation because she brought up this point that she felt like she sees a lot of kids because she was asking me about what I did and like how I'm just basically, you know, on my own, away from my family in that sense, like not that far because I still love seeing them all the time and would love to live closer to them. But it's just like, you know, that's just what my life is. And she was just saying that it's kind of, it's good to sometimes be away from your family because your family can kind of keep you stuck. Talking about this idea that like, Uh, If you're not exposed to kind of like outside ideas or ideals or like goals or ambitions in life, you might be often kept stuck. Or when you return back to your family on vacation, a lot of times those old mindsets and things can trickle back in. And it's so easy. This is me now talking. It's so easy to just label that all as like, that's just my family. Like that's just what happens. It's all on them it's all on just like this idea of drama that it just is and it's almost as if there's nothing we can do about it now the way i'm describing it can seem like extreme like oh it's an epidemic or there's such a problem i don't think that's true in the slightest of course you personally might have some you know deep things to be dealing with honestly real trauma with your family and if that's the case like that's something for you to discover and figure out and and seek help with like from a medical professional but for what i'm talking about today the context of everything here today 
goes ranges from the slightest inconvenience or disagreement you know you're arguing just about what movies you like (laughs) and think are differently to the disagreements that you see at like a wedding you know where people complain about their in-laws or people complain that you probably might complain about what someone said that offends you all that whole gambit of family drama this is what i am talking about because a lot of us just assume that it's just the way it is nothing can be done about it even though we complain about it a lot and wish things were different And today I want to talk about how do we resolve this? How do we get to peace? And I believe that to get to peace, it ultimately just comes down to correcting this belief. A lot of us have the belief that people should be behaving according to our rule book, that there are expectations we have in place about people, especially in our family in this context, of how they should be behaving, how they should be showing up, the way that they should be doing life or being on vacation, or doing this wedding, or whatever the context is, and they're not doing that. And because they're failing that expectation, that is where the quote-unquote drama comes from. That is where we blame the negative emotion upon they're not making that expectation. Because at the root of it, also behind that idea that people should be behaving according to this rule book, this set of expectations we have, is because we still believe that we are responsible for each other's emotions, that I can do things that affect other people emotionally, that like create their emotions, and other people can create and play with my emotions. My friends, that's just not true. It's not true at all. Even though, as human beings, we're always going to jump to that conclusion that this person, especially as close and present as our family, we do, we're just not going to be always cognizant that there's a space of choice that we are making when it comes to our own emotions. And we're going to just always going to blame that other person. Not always, but we're, we're going to be prone to that at least if we are not practicing awareness. Last episode, we talked all about managing our own emotions And today, really, we're focusing on what what do we do when it comes to other people's emotions? What do we do when basically we feel that other people are, you know, influencing our own emotions? I don't know. Let's take an example like a family member jokes about like your dating status. Maybe you're still single. They say a joke about it. They say some words about it. It is your thought that creates that emotion. We are the ones who label it as being mean, as being wrong, as being offensive. And therefore, we then choose offense. We choose sadness or we choose to feel shame, whatever the context of, you know, it is that we are talking about. Our emotions are always in our control. And therefore, it also applies on the opposite is that other people's emotions are also in their control. I bring this next part up because a lot of us are also prone to people please to make our family members feel better, to make those in our family feel better about their own choices, or we think we have to show up a certain way so that, you know, we keep the peace, so to speak, or we don't, you know, ruffle anybody's feathers, even though deep down, honestly, we're not showing up as we want to be. This belief of people-pleasing is actually only ever going to hurt your family. It's actually what's probably causing a lot of the family drama that you're experiencing because there's someone who's saying something, 
of, you know, to someone's face, but deep down or to someone else or being passive or whatnot, their real feelings begin to leak out. We all know deep down when someone's not being genuine or, you know, just themselves with us. We can all deep down sense that when they're not being honest. And so, and, and that's what happens when, you know, you approach someone in an argument and you say, you're not being honest. No, I am. Of course I am. And then that disagreement only starts and only more drama comes from that point. And, and so I just wanted to bring up on both ends when it comes to our emotions, we're so we're prone to really believe that other people create our anxiety when it comes to our family. Like when I'm watching the bear, that show, it was so easy to believe that my gosh, this person, the way they're behaving is giving me anxiety. It's not true. It's because I have a thought, my gosh, that person should not be doing this or that person should be quieter or that person needs to stop bothering me in all these things. I'm having this thought, this person should not be this way. This person should show up differently. So then I can feel something different. I have a rule for how this person should be in my fancy little rule book about my family and they are not following it. And therefore that is the reason why I'm experiencing an uncomfortable thing as well as then you have the other side. We have the people pleasing side. And again, this kind of goes in the rule book. Like this person is not showing up the way that they're supposed to. This person is not happy on the family vacation. This person is not satisfied on their wedding, how can I make this better? How can I fix them? Because I'm actually the one that's uncomfortable with it. Whenever it comes to people pleasing, we have to remind ourselves that it's actually our own discomfort that we are trying to solve. It's not the other person's emotions. That doesn't mean though, we can't be nice. That doesn't mean we can't be peacemakers. It just means that we have to be honest with ourselves. And also at the end of the day, Let go. Let go of expectations when it comes to our family members because those expectations are ultimately creating that drama. Here's an example. When, you know, let's say you're getting married, and this is all imaginary because I am not married, but (laughs) I can imagine this discussion has happened because I've heard it from coaching, but I've also had roommates before as well. When you get married to someone, you're going to live in that same house and therefore you are going to disagree about how things are done. Take something like the dishes. Maybe, you know, your new husband or wife just doesn't do the dishes the same as you. Maybe, you know, in our family, our rule was that like if someone makes a dinner, then, you know, someone else is assigned to do the dishes. But maybe in another family, they've always done it where you make the food and then you do the dishes and like you're in charge of that day, that evening, so to speak, in meals. Or maybe they're that family that we leave the dishes in the whole week and we wait till the end of the week to take care of it. That sounds disgusting, but, you know, and I'm still prone to that. <laughs> but in, in some way, they do it differently than you. They're in that difference of expectation. That is where the emotion comes from. So if you didn't have that expectation, you would not feel anything about it. If they left their dishes in the sink, whatever you know their decision was, if you just were like, oh, they're going to do it in their own way, great. No disagreement, no argument, peace. It is in fact because of the expectation that we think, oh, they're doing it wrong, they're doing it differently. That is what's creating an emotion within us of disagreement or you know, you know, something going wrong. And also then 
there's nothing wrong with having that difference. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just that when we have that feeling of like, oh, they're doing it wrong, a lot of us like to hide that. We like to people please with it, and it only ends up making things worse. We're not honest about our emotions. We're not honest about our feelings, um, and it doesn't come out in our communication the right way or in a way that's clear for the other person, and it only will spiral into drama, okay? But even when we do communicate our expectations clearly, people also, our family, they're not going to do what we want them to do. You know, like if my dad had it my like his way, I would have gone to BYU. I would have probably become a doctor uh, or, you know, some other like profession like that. And I would have done my life differently. Now, is my dad super proud of me? Yes, 100% super proud of me. But does he have different opinions? Yes, he's a different human being. I look at my dad, I look at my mom, I look at my siblings, amazing, wonderful, um, lovely people. And I'm also going to do life differently than them. I also have different opinions than them. They also, with me, don't get along on some things. Or they also, you know, get to live their own lives. I don't get to live theirs and I would disagree or would change different things, but that is not my right. My right, so to speak, or rather my gift and opportunity is to share this life with them, to learn from them, but rather more importantly, to enjoy being with them. That's my gift, my opportunity to just let go of some of the expectations that I might have about how one's supposed to live their life or how one's supposed to treat a person and let them be the most them that they are. I want my sisters to be the most sisters that they are. I like like Savannah. I want her to be the you know the most Savannah, which is just like being funny, slightly unhinged, um, and maybe a little mean for my taste. But that's my opinion. That's my thought about it. It's not her though. She gets to decide whatever she wants to feel about that, and I get to enjoy it. By letting go of the expectation of how she should be showing up. Uh, And the same goes with my sister Olivia. The same goes with my brother Ethan. The same goes for my parents. The same also goes for my friends and how they should be showing up. When I drop my expectations of how they should be, I drop all the rules. I burn the manual, so to speak, of how they should be living their life. I am free. I am am free because I remember that I am responsible for my own emotions. When I feel anxiety, when I feel stress, when I feel offended, it's because of me. My feelings are a reflection of myself and other people's feelings are a reflection of them. It's never across the way. Now, does that mean we don't want people to show up a certain way? Am I saying that like we should just throw all our expectations out the window and like everything is allowed and everything is okay? No. Like, When I say drop your expectations, I'm saying that that is a way to get to peace, but it's not always what you are going to want to do. There are some things that you're probably going to want to be pretty firm on, I imagine, those core fundamental things. But I think a lot of us blow things out of the water a little bit when it comes to these boundaries and like we could allow people to be a little more themselves. You know, sometimes people are just not going to like, 
do the dishes that you want them to do. Sometimes people are not going to put their clothes away or, or do the chores or do Saturdays or Sundays the same. They're going to have their own set of rules for their life. Now, of course, you can come to compromise, you can come to communication and, and figure these things out, especially if they are really important to you. But I find that more often than not, we could just let them be who they are and worry more about what we are doing and and how we are feeling. And I promise you, you will feel so much better. Like the key to feeling peace is ultimately in dropping your expectations. Those little things that you just assume to be true for everybody, which are not. Those things that you assume to be facts about life, that this person should be nicer or this person is just being mean or that like this person should, you know, change their career or change their habits like and they would feel happier. Our judgments about our family is what creates drama. Our expectations about this family is what's creating the difficulty that we are ultimately experiencing this lack of acceptance when that power ultimately just has to come from us. It doesn't have to come from other people. We can feel acceptance. We can feel peace, not in how other people are choosing to behave. We let them behave exactly as they are. It is in our changing of understanding. At the end of the day, I believe this is how you can get more peace. But also, I believe that maybe families aren't always supposed to be peaceful. Maybe families are, in fact, supposed to be chaotic. Some of my favorite movies of all time are with chaotic families. I watch The Bear because it's entertaining and relatable and an amazing show and other aspects. But there's also some of my favorite movies of all time with my family, Dan in Real Life, Family Stone, Big Families, Chaotic big families, differences of opinions, uh, ways that they're showing up that are just so hilarious and so funny because they're so weird and so different. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't change a thing about the way that you know my family is showing up because they're supposed to be exactly that way. They're supposed to be worried about those things. They're supposed to be stressed. They're not supposed to know everything that I know about, you know, with life coaching or whatnot. And I'm supposed to also give myself that grace, I think, that I get to show up the way that I am. And yes, maybe I want to change some things because, you know, that's my choice as a responsibility. But at the end of the day, I think there's a great beauty in embracing your family exactly as they are. That you and your interactions with them, while it means you don't have to like live like that, you, you and, but you don't have to step into that drama either because it come like you you step into acceptance accepting your family exactly as they are and accepting and embracing the emotion that hey maybe I'm not going to feel peace <laughs> maybe I'm going to step into a little bit of drama with them but I choose to love them I choose to embrace all of it and it's okay again as I emphasize in every episode I think the key to this like living that great life that you're imagining is in accepting things as they are. And and when I say accepting things as they are, I'm not saying accepting them and resigning to that and just being like, well, this is the way it's always going to be. I'm talking about thinking that it's not a problem, that nothing has gone wrong in your life. You know, if you have disagreements or drama with your family, or if things are going wrong, you can step outside of it. You can come to peace with yourself or peace that you're having this emotional experience with them. So this summer, as you're going on vacation, as you approach maybe big family milestones, or as you just are communicating and figuring out your own relationship, remember, your relationship with your family is all created in your head. 
It's all created by the thoughts and feelings that you are having about them. It's not done by their actions in any other way. But that doesn't mean that sometimes we aren't going to want to, you know, have those feelings, have those expectations. But remember, the key is remembering that we are being intentional about it, that we are the ones creating it. It's not in their hands. And to remember that it is also not our responsibility to create their emotional experience, to create what they want for their lives. We don't need to people please or or force our agenda down their throat. They get to show up exactly as they are. And we get to do the same. And I promise you, this way of thinking as you evaluate and look and just I would invite you to just really investigate, well, what rules do I have for my family when I feel anxiety or when I feel disappointment or not acceptance or offense or anger or whatever it is in the context of my family or resentment towards another person, how am I creating that? Where is that story in my head that I'm creating about the past or about who this person just inherently is? And how is that maybe not true? How is that not true? Or maybe it is true. Maybe it is true. Maybe I am right, but do I want to be right or do I want peace? Do I want to be right or do I want to just choose to love this person anyway? Because sometimes our brain just wants to be so right that it deprives us of an experience that would much better serve us, would deprive us of feeling peace and love and enjoying a moment just because we are right. And maybe you are, but you know, it just depends what kind of experience do you want to have? Do you want to have an experience of drama with your family? Again, nothing wrong with that. We can embrace that. Or do you want to have something different? Do you want to enjoy being there in the thick of it maybe with your family? Okay, my friends, I hope that helps you. And I hope you have an amazing week. Go out there, rock it. Go make some great memories with your family. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share with a friend, and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at Caleb, the college coach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30 minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good. You are capable and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.